May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Please be seated. Good morning, everybody. I realize, uh, as I've met some of you this morning, Christopher knows me as Jennifer McCracken, but some of you might know me as Jennifer Norsworthy, daughter of John and Anne Norsworthy. So I wanted to tell you that up front. On behalf of the MANA community, I want to express my deep gratitude for the opportunity to be here at Trinity today. Trinity Church has been a Monday lunch partner for over three decades, not only providing a nutritious meal for people experiencing homelessness, but also doing the very hard work of building relationships with people who live a very different life than most members of the Trinity family. Being present with people experiencing the crisis of homelessness, acute mental illness, and active substance use disorders requires patience, forgiveness, and above all, love. I have worked alongside many of you as you have slogged into the cathedral in all seasons, prepared spaghetti in a pretty lousy kitchen, ours, not yours, and have walked a journey with MANA community members who you now call friends. Some of you have accompanied our folks through homelessness into housing, addiction into sobriety, and crisis into health and well-being. The breadth and width and depth of your love and care over the years has been astonishing. Thank you. And then, your faith increased, and you put faith into action and did the seemingly impossible task of loving even more deeply at a time when love itself felt risky. In the early months of COVID-19, when everything shut down in the city of Boston, we made a decision at MANA not to close our doors. We witnessed the immediate and intense distress on the unsheltered homeless population when public drinking fountains were shut off, many feeding programs ceased to exist, public restrooms became almost non-existent, and places to be indoors and out of the elements closed completely. The humanitarian crisis that existed for Boston's homeless population before COVID-19 became exponentially worse overnight due to a lack of resources and proper disaster planning for people who live outdoors. We learned early on that if a person experiencing homelessness was in a shelter system, their needs in terms of health care, food security, and shelter would be met effectively by city government and public and private health care systems. But if they were unsheltered, living in places unfit for human habitation, none of their needs would be met unless the people sought out the resources they needed themselves. This proved to be an impossible task for some who were living outdoors, burdened with bags upon bags of belongings, weakened by ill health and food scarcity, and huddled under blankets just to stay warm in those first cold months of COVID. It was nearly impossible for a homeless person to find the resources they needed without traveling long distances on foot. Within hours and days of the shutdown, 
we witnessed more and more homeless people gathering on Boston Common and in the downtown area seeking help. We could not close our eyes and turn our backs on our siblings in Christ, gathering outside our door and suffering in the street. We simply had to figure out how to respond by way of love and keep everyone safe at the same time. It was a massive task and one that we could not have done alone. We needed to do what it seemed impossible to do, and we needed your help to do it. Here at Trinity, you also figured out a way to move forward, even in your own distress and isolation, by purchasing food and delivering it downtown. And I know how hard that was. I was in close contact with your team here at Trinity, and all of our partner parishes, as each of you struggled to figure out how to keep yourselves safe and healthy, while at the same time, feed an entire community of people who couldn't feed themselves. I am fully aware of all the barriers and challenges you had to overcome to keep us fed. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. It was nothing short of a miracle for your Trinity team to create a whole new meal that could be easily purchased and delivered while maintaining proper social distancing and staying out of harm's way. In addition to that, you also offered financial donations in response to my many pleas for assistance to be able to purchase huge amounts of single-serving food items, weather-appropriate clothing and supplies, and proper PPE to meet the needs of our growing community. Almost overnight, we went from serving one meal a week at Mana to five. Our numbers increased from feeding 75 to 125 people each Monday to almost 300 people a day, three days a week. People were literally starving, going days without food sometimes, and they were cold and without proper gear to live outdoors. It was tragic and traumatizing for all of us. And this parish, this community, this beloved Trinity family helped us stay afloat. I stand before you today feeling quite emotional in my gratitude because this is not the first time Trinity Church Concord has helped me hold my life together and has taught me the meaning of faith as praxis. I was raised in this parish, baptized here, confirmed here, and learned what love looks like here. It was in the little chapel where I met Jesus for the first time in the Eucharist, and when I, when I was just six years old. And it was the Trinity family of the 70s and 80s who taught me what a community can do with the faith of a mustard seed how a seemingly insurmountable mountain of illness, death, loss, and grief can be moved by faithful people through love in action. Many years ago, my biological family sort of fell to pieces when my father became gravely ill and our lives were turned upside down. With three children under the age of eight, my mother suddenly became nursemaid and caretaker of a man whose life hung in the balance every day 
until he died. Sometimes the stress of it all became too much, and when my parents found it hard to cope, they turned to this faith community for support. If there were ever a time when my family needed a little more faith, it was then. But when I look back on those years, a time when my own faith was being shaped and formed by a life that included tremendous suffering and loss, I can see that what we needed was more faith in the sense of a more embodied faith, an incarnational faith, in order for my family to survive. It wasn't just more trust in God, a deeper prayer life, or showing up on Sunday to worship. It was the need, the real need, for a community of people, a community of faith, a community of love and belonging. It was the need for church in its truest form. Without the help of our Trinity family embodying their own faith through praxis, we wouldn't have made it. Meals were provided, visits were made, sleepovers were arranged at a moment's notice when an ambulance would arrive at my home and my parents would dash off to the hospital for days at a time. I was raised in part by families of this church. The uncertainty and fear and sadness I experienced then was excruciating, and the people of this church were the balm that nourished my soul by witnessing their faith and love in action, which strengthened and increased my own faith. This, Jesus tells us, is how we can change what we think we cannot change. Ourselves, mostly. By living out our faith, even in the smallest of ways, accompanying others through life, especially those who are different than us, and by nourishing and strengthening their faith, they will increase and strengthen ours. The message I hope to leave you with today is that we need each other. This is what this parish has taught me through the years and what the Nana community teaches me still. All of us have times in our lives when we feel unstable, times when we aren't sure if the ground beneath us will fall away and we will drift off into the abyss of sorrow and despair. COVID really brought that feeling to the surface for many of us. But what COVID has also taught us is how much we need each other and how much we need our communities of faith. Knowing that we can rely on the love and care of the people at Trinity helps us at Mana feel the ground beneath our feet and gives us a sense of stability when everything else feels unstable. We are so grateful for all the ways you love and support us at Mana, and we hope that you know how much we love you. Amen.